Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth. This is Maya to Worry. The Vedic culture honors the Shakti Prana. In the last many hundreds of years, we have lost touch with the essential function, the lunar functions of a woman's womb. At my Ayurveda school, I have restored so much of the practices and principles that rule a woman's shaktified feminine largesse through the womb. The Vedic culture recognized that a woman's blood preserves her shakti or feminine divine power and that this blood carries the Divine Mother's potential for bringing new life into the world. This awesome phenomenon may be attributed to the workings of something called the Red Bindu. This is located within the Root Chakra. For those of you who don't know what the Root Chakra is, it is the first chakra, the first site, energetic, subtle, subtle energetic site in the body, closest to the womb. When Shakti Prana is strong, the Bindu, Bindu in Sanskrit means a seed, in this case it is a core seed within the womb, the energetic womb of the woman. When the Shakti Prana is strong then, the Bindu acts as a magnetic lodestone, drawing the energy of the moon to revive, revitalize and nourish our wombs. For this reason, the blood vessels within a woman's vulva carry the magnetic energies of the moon, irreplaceable, infinite and wondrous all at the same time. The rhythm of the red bindu also causes a woman to discharge her uterine lining at the appropriate cyclical time during the new moon phase. Here again it is an understanding of how we function with the aid of Mother Moon and as women we need to relearn this art, science, and divinity for ourselves all over again. The process we call menses does not consider the far-reaching magic and miracle of a woman's blood. Ayurveda informs that the moon's energies are related to the woman's blood in the same way that a magnetic field responds to a lodestone. The woman's blood vessels carry the magnetic energetics of the moon. Her womb is moon-shaped, her vagina moon-crested, her mensus moon-blood, her juices moon-nectar, her tears pearl drops of moonlight. Her hair is the moon-mane, her eyes are the light and dark moons. How much more strongly then is a woman affected 
by the constantly changing rhythm of the moon. A woman's natural rhythms are kept and preserved by her monthly menstrual cycle during the period of her lifespan when she is able to have her menstrual cycle. It is not surprising then that the time of the menstrual cycle is very sacred but yet a vulnerable period for women. During this time when we are menstruating we are required to go at a slower pace to go back to the ancestral wisdom of all of our cultures and to honor the body in its own way to cleanse itself and regulate the Shakti Prana that is the life force within the womb Shaktified as it is, a word I made up um, that means the feminine divine force of breath within the moon within the womb as well so there is a link and a connection it is as though we have an umbilical cord directly linked to Mother Moon. When your natural biorhythms are not aligned with the lunar cycle, as in so many cases, maybe 90% of our women today are not aligned with the lunar cycle. And that is because of the many environmental, medical, scientific, incursions, I should say, intrusions upon the woman's natural cycle. We'll get to that at a later episode. When our natural biorhythms are not then aligned with the lunar cycle, the impairment of Shakti Prana can and does occur. As a result, this primary subtle breath in the female womb may trigger hormonal imbalances and reproductive diseases. The Shakti energy provides a broad foundation for healing physical and emotional wounds. Every cell, tissue and memory of our body is permeated with the billions of years of memory and energy contained in the universe herself, the natural laws of the universe. A woman's milk flows through her breast, and the fullness of her moon, her nectar, courses through our womb, thus determining the time of ovulation. During pregnancy, as our belly swells with life, we emulate the Mother Shakti, the powerful feminine divine force, growing into plumpness. From the sliver of her crescent moon into the full roundness of her Purnima or full moon, the mother who surrounds us is always within us in the form of this prana within the womb. Our life force depends on that. The life force of the newborn depends on that. The life force of survival and sustenance in our universe depends on the mother principle. Shakti prana circulates through and around the womb, a woman's area of greatest vulnerability. Vulnerable as it is powerful. Yet we too often do not recognize the sanctity of this amazing birthing organ 
and the sacred life force that governs it. Herein lies the paradox of our Shakti Prana. This profound source of feminine power also makes us extremely susceptible to vulnerabilities, to volatility and to dis-ease. When we care for our womb and thus honor our Shakti Prana, we can heal the feminine life force that protects ourselves from devastation, illness, despair. The first step in strengthening our prana within the womb, called Shakti Prana, is to familiarize ourselves with our inner rhythms, with our lunar connections. Every creature bows to the cadence of nature. The male of all species move with the rhythms of the sun. The female of all species move with the rhythms of the moon. Native women charted the passing of the years by the number of children to which they gave birth. They marked the passing of the months by their monthly cycles. Our menses greatly affect our Shakti Prana because our monthly cycle is the primary means through which this breath force, this life force, this prana is revitalized, cleansed and restored. Unbalanced hormonal levels, along with the poor nutrition, stress, excessive exercise and the general malaise of our modern culture, are the key causes for the vitiation or impairment of the Shakti prana. We need to learn to move with the camber of the moon. Our earliest female ancestors innately appreciated this wisdom on a cellular, intuitive level. Deeply attuned to nature's cycles, they menstruated with the new moon. When the full moon's exquisite energy, which we call ojas, the life force giving energy that surrounds birth, that protects our physical body is at its lowest ebb when this energy of the ojas is at its lowest ebb. The sun's absorbing energies are at their peak. As the menstrual blood begins to flow, it sets itself apart from men and children to observe the sadhana of rest and replenishment. Okay, let me restate that. When we begin to have our menses, it is best that we keep some distance from living environment around us, including our men and our children. It is a time to observe rest and replenishment. It is a time to go inward deeply into the shaktified, sanctified terrain of womb. It is our womb is also representative and emulates the womb of our earth. The new moon is a time when women temporarily shed the burden of the responsibilities, not to be lazy and lackadaisical, but to be in accord with the rhythms of their menses flowing back to the earth as the new moon herself has determined. 
It is a time to focus on self-renewal, self-nourishment, and in the spirit of sisterhood and community. We must take these times out, these pauses, to care for the great centrifugal, powerful, feminine, divine force that we hold within our womb. So you are advised to pare down your routine activities to the bare essentials so that body, mind, and spirit may experience the least degree of intrusion. In Ayurveda, we also recommend a minimum of bodily cleansing at this time, just not to interrupt the process, the natural cyclical process of the new moon pulling at the menstrual cycle to bring its blood out of the body, to clear out, to revive, revitalize the uterus lining. You may take quick cool showers or simply wipe down. Refrain from sexual activities at this time as well as from too much cooking activities in the temple of your kitchen. The latter measure is to prevent these powerful energies of the menstrual blood to pervade our food. They do not go well together because of the great significance of this blood. Remember, it is the blood that brings forth life. It is the blood that has a purpose so high, so great, that it could never be replaced by anything on earth other than by the earth herself. Maintain a light, wholesome diet of salads, fresh juices, light grains, like basmati, rice, millet, couscous, amaranth, quinoa, leafy greens, fresh fruits, herbal teas such as raspberry and rose flower, peppermint, ginger, lemon balm, hops and chamomile are also revitalizing during this time of menstrual pause. Always bring yourself back to a state of calm and quietude during your menstrual cycle. I've instructed thousands of women personally in the classes that I have taught and trainings I have performed over the many decades to get into the sleeping moon posture, which is by lying in the embryonic posture on our left side or in the fetal position as you know it. Your forehead almost touching your knees, if you can, and breathe lightly. The sleeping moon posture is intended to return us to the psychic state of the embryo in its mother's womb. It helps to restore Shakti Prana and is especially useful for women who have had abortions, miscarriages and other traumatic difficulties with their reproductive system. Not surprising, a woman called Belinda had a profound response to the sleeping moon posture. Each time we did the pose in class, she wept, bitter tears, mourning her parents' stubborn refusal to accept her husband 
as well as the unborn child she had lost. I knew this was a necessary part of Belinda's healing, so I covered her with a blanket and encouraged her to release her pain while in the embryonic posture. I also advised her that while she was still feeling vulnerable, she should temporarily stop communicating with the world at large and with her discontented parents and to just pull back inside into the blissful haven that Mother Moon can create for us. Miscarriages are a traumatic experience for women. The violence that women face in our world from time immemorial have also been traumatic. We need to once again take care of the most vulnerable and yet the most powerful asset that we as women carry forth into the mother principle of this earth, and that is our Shakti Prana that courses our womb. May you have a blissful day and peace be your journey.